Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we mm. talk about horror movies on this show. Tim, say hello everyone. Say, say hello to the folks at home. Mm, no, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I'll just let that sit there. I'll just let that sit there, let the awkward silence I, afterwards ring in. Don't get me wrong, I uh you know, I, I love our, our fans, but I you know that there's a there's a line of familiarity. <laughs> Can't say it. <laughs> familiarity <laughs> that I refuse to cross with them. <laughs> uh if I if I had any stock footage right now of a plane going down, I would cut to it and say this is a visual representation of this joke. Uh, <laughs> right now in real time uh, so yeah we talk about horror movies on this show and in this episode well, we one, are... of us does. <laughs> one of us does what does the other one talk about <laughs> what does the other one talk about Tim good question <laughs> well you don't know <laughs> you, you, you don't know what you talk about when you're on the show I mean that makes sense I don't, I don't know what you talk about when you're on the show half the time I usually go into a, a, a fugue state <laughs> when we record <laughs> and then <laughs> Are you saying no, that no, someone I... else swaps into your body while you're reviewing? Oh, hey now. It's <laughs> a good segue. It's an excellent segue because we're going to be talking about <laughs> The Prodigy, which is a movie mm. from this year. It came out in theaters a couple months ago, but we couldn't get to it at the time. So we're hitting it <laughs> now Now that it's, it's launched in your, your home video and your VODs. And The Prodigy is a film about a, a kid who may or may not be possessed by another entity of some kind. <laughs> and we will start spoiler free as we always do we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers uh but it's what we do so yeah i don't know how much you're supposed to like spoil and not spoil about this because i saw the trailer for this and i don't think mm-hmm. that the trailer like told me i mean when i when i saw the trailer i i i basically just thought oh, it's gonna be a typical kids possessed movie and then right mm-hmm. away this movie sets up kind of a little bit of a i don't want to say twist on it but sure it's not exactly that there's something a little bit different about it yeah, uh, so I don't know. I don't know how much of the plot I want to reveal beyond just talking about the general quality and acting and direction and that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tim, did yeah. you enjoy <laughs> the Prodigy? Not the band from the nineties, might I add? Uh, did you enjoy the film <laughs> The Prodigy from twenty nineteen? I mean, I made a joke about that on Twitter last night. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's, it's a shame they didn't do the soundtrack." Uh, but uh, I mean, this was uh, this movie hit a little you know, uh, a little close uh, to home for me. Cause as you know, I was a child prodigy. Uh, growing <laughs> up. Um, <laughs> not sure why that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. You don't pay well why that's funny. <laughs> uh, no, uh, all joking aside. Uh, no, this movie sucks. It's, uh, here's the thing. I, did, I, I, I don't know when when the hell these things come out. Did you put up the uh, the review for uh, Silence yet? Yes, 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 that's already up. Yeah. Okay. All right, because I mean, no spoilers for that, whatever. But actually, I had kind of like a similar feeling to this uh, as I did with that movie, where I, I think this movie is super generic. Uh, but there is um, maybe a little wrinkle that they throw towards the end that I thought was kind of interesting, uh, like not enough to save the movie at all, but something that I was like, okay, this is kind of a neat idea, but yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> I don't know if you know what I'm talking about and disagree, or if you have no idea what I'm talking about and you're confused. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure which, to be honest, Timmy. <laughs> I'm not sure there which. Was something... 
there was something that I thought like could have been a cool idea if they explored it more, but it's just a thing that they do. And like, again, like the last like 10, 15 minutes that is ultimately is completely pointless. And I think the, like, kind of like you were alluding to, I was like a little surprised at some of the story stuff. It wasn't what I thought the movie was going to be about. And I don't know that like, I guess I'll give it like a, a slight compliment. Like there was story elements that, I wouldn't necessarily say we're good, but it was not the, you know, same typical creepy kid thing uh, that I was expecting. However, all of the the style and the production and everything of the movie is just that super generic creepy kid jump scare bullshit Hollywood horror movie that I've seen a million times. And there was like I I was guessing everything like a second before it happened, uh, you know, everything was cliche, everything was generic and it's just that there's nothing interesting <laughs> about this movie really so uh, in summation no i did not like it <laughs> so here's the thing <laughs> oh my god you loved it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i knew it <laughs> you like the boy if i did love this you could say shit you couldn't say <laughs> shit to me about this time but here's the thing this movie could almost have been saved okay almost because there's several points in this film where i laughed out loud now it wasn't intentional laughter but (laughs) sure (laughs) i felt that if this just went further into what was making me laugh i might have loved this as a as a comedy (laughs) or a so bad it's good movie sure unfortunately in between (laughs) those moments it's far too dull but there are moments with the kid <laughs> where he says or does something evil that was making me crack up, like proper crack <laughs> up, because he was putting sure. on this evil look or because he says something. Or there's mm-hmm. one point where he's about to do something violent, and I got really excited because I, I couldn't wait to see him do it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of copped out and made it a lot more tame than I thought it was going to be. And yeah. so, so you know, it was disappointing in that sense. Um, there was, mm-hmm. in fact, I, even before the kid, I, I laughed at one point in the first uh, like five minutes. There was there was something that mm-hmm. just you know it was really dull up until that point, and it just made me laugh out of nowhere like really hard. Okay. And not in a good, again, not in a good way. Like it wasn't like an right, intentional right, right. laugh. It was it was something that was supposed to be because this movie is taking itself absurdly seriously. Like this is like oh, serious. Yeah. There were movie. Oh, are kids possessed? Hey, is is he suffering any abuse? We have a whole argument scene with the mother and father. You know, where mm-hmm. she's telling them, "Hey, he said he might be getting abused," and he gets really <laughs> defensive. I've never touched our son. Blah, I love him. Blah 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 blah. You know, it's, it gets very. It's, it's dead serious. It's a dead serious film. Mm-hmm. That's. That's what they want. Um, Has there ever been a horror movie called Dead Serious? There should be. There should be. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there should be. I can't. I can't fault your your, your logic there, Tim. Um, Thank you. But no. But to sum up, no, it sucks. It's it's terrible. But (laughs) there's some moments in this where like it's showing signs of being good, terrible. There's moments where it almost is getting there, and then it just it it just it crawls back into its dull monotone yeah. cave of generic mother's mm-hmm. worried about her son she'll do anything to save him and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah i don't care hope he gets hit back <laughs> um so <laughs> that's where it is because there's a couple of this but we get to spoilers i'm going to talk about a few scenes that i think are mm-hmm. borderline genius <sighs> okay 
It'd be interesting to hear that. <laughs> Again, not in the right ways. Just let, let me specify that. It's okay. not intentionally genius, but they're genius. It's kind of like how you're mm-hmm. watching The Room and you're, you're watching mm-hmm. the, you know, uh, you invited all my friends, good thinking. Like that scene is genius. Oh, yeah, yeah. Genius. So I don't, I don't even know. Uh, <clears throat> director of this is Nicholas McCarthy, who I've never heard of. Let's see what else he's done. Let's see if there's anything we can blame, blame mm. him for. Oh my. He directed The Pact, which we've never done in the show, but I did see that because this was before mm. the show existed back mm-hmm. in 2012. Uh, did not like that. Did not like that. Is that a werewolf movie? No, it's not, no. Is it about dogs? No, the, the the pact is about it's P A C T, so as in oh, okay. we made a pact together. Oh, yeah, pacts. <laughs> he did he did uh, the Easter segment of holidays, which we did do on the show. Oh, you know what? I I think maybe we might disagree on that one, but I I like that one actually. <laughs> I don't think I did. You're, I think you're right that we disagreed, yeah. and I thought you were a madman. It's super weird, which is why I liked it. I think that was the same year as The Boy, though. So, I mean, you were on fire Hell that yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I was like, because I feel like there's so many of these directors who make these crappy horror movies that we do end up seeing, mm-hmm. like, two or three of the same director and we just don't realise because we don't remember their names yeah. for obvious reasons. Well, yeah, especially when you're talking about, like, you know, generic middle-of-the-road stuff like this where, you know, you, you don't really remember the director because, I mean, you barely remember the movie because they're just so forgettable. Mm-hmm. I concur. So, yeah. Um, spoilers, I guess. I, I think I'm done spoiler-free. Like, let's be honest. The only interesting stuff to talk about in this mm-hmm. movie is in the spoilers. No, totally. Yeah, I mean, there's... Yeah, uh, without spoilers, there really isn't much else to talk about. It is. I, I think if you see the trailer, you know exactly what you're getting. You know, actually, I will talk about one more thing without spoilers, actually. And this, this is kind of the epitome of what's wrong with this movie in a lot of ways is the opening of the movie we have uh like the birth of the kid right the birth of males where it's you know the parents running off to the hospital and mm-hmm. there's an attempt at humor in this scene where oh sure where they're leaving the door and he, you know the, the dad's like getting all his stuff ready he's opening the door and she's like you know standing there because he's coming a little bit early and she says hey you'll need these and she picks up the, the car keys that he's left in the table mm-hmm. and then she says are you okay? And she's the one in labor. So the, the joke here mm-hmm. is that she's asking if, if he's okay and looking after him, even though she's the one in labor. And mm-hmm. there's humor to be had there that he's like so frantic that he's actually looking, you know, less healthy mm-hmm. and together than she is. This entire scene though, has this really dramatic, like violin playing over it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, right. yeah, this is a dark horror movie. This is building up mm-hmm. to something dark. And I'm like, no, if, if you want, if you want, mm-hmm. if you want me to like these characters, if you want to give them personality, then let mm-hmm. them have their personality. <laughs> Don't, yeah, sure. Don't don't ruin it with this 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 clash of tones with the music. It, I don't know. It, was, it bugged me. It really bugged me. It, it is weird because yeah, it, it does feel like very like sitcommy. Like you can almost hear like the the studio laughter. Like, honey, <laughs> aren't you forgetting something? And then, but yeah, you you're you're totally right. Like there's this like ominous like yeah like music just playing in the background where it's like uh, is something gonna happen? Like I, I, I feel on? like some horror movies are and not that I I don't think there's not good horror movies that are just like you know strict in their mm-hmm. tone the entire time because there are and for some movies that's perfectly what they should do but there's nothing wrong with the horror movie like this especially in the earliest parts of the movie before the, the horror set the elements start coming into play there's nothing wrong with having some 
either light-hearted scenes or something that's not like brood 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 evil is coming brood 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 evil is happening like let <laughs> someone us, needs to remix that <laughs> let us see them in their normal happy light-hearted existence so that when the bad stuff starts happening we feel bad for them because like no they were a happy couple before this they were they were yeah. nice they were you know pleasant we, we laughed at their jokes yeah. and it's, instead it's just like brood 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 evil is coming evil is coming <laughs> also it's like why start with the woman when she's pregnant why not cut to like nine months earlier when we get to see him making the baby <laughs> is, is, is this the porn parody that you're writing in your head Tim uh, I mean does, I feel like this movie doesn't even like deserve a porn parody <laughs> it's like <laughs> who, who would want to watch that uh, there's always some weirdo Tim there's always some weirdo that's uh, true. So, so full spoilers <laughs> we then welcome them. for the for the prodigy. Uh, mm. So here's the thing. So the movie actually starts with like a, this, this girl escaping from like a dungeon, like in some guy's house, mm. and she's got her hand cut off. And the movie actually introduces to this serial killer who the police is coming after. And the whole idea is here is that the police like come after him and shoot him and kill him, like right almost at the same time. It's a couple of minutes before <laughs> the baby's born, and that's why his spirit goes into the baby. So it's not a demon, it's not like a ghost, or, or technically it's like more of a reincarnation of this killer is now inside <laughs> the kid. Um, the moment that made me laugh at the start, though, is he's got Wait, like a... Can I... Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, no, uh, I was going to guess, was it the uh, extremely like fake-looking like blood coming out of the bullet holes? It was not. I know it was. It was before that. Okay. Uh, okay so, okay. so, the, so the police are coming. It's like you know, it's the SWAT team. They've got the night vision goggles on, and they're coming in <laughs> to like apprehend them. But he's obviously a smart serial killer, right? He's he's got some sensors set up. Well, so, a strategy. Exactly. Uh, and the, the so he's got a light bulb that comes on, warning them that the perimeter has been breached. And he's like, okay, <laughs> any action. And he doesn't even know at this point. I don't even realize this, but he doesn't even know at this point that his like captive girl has escaped because he goes and checks like the he's got like this basement, you know, the long staircase, and it like it's a sort of dungeony kind of thing. And he realizes she's gone, and he just and he's been dead quite up until this point. He's not uttered a sound. He's been the quiet, you know, stoic serial killer. He sees that she's not there and just goes no. <laughs> oh! And it was so cheesy yeah. and over the top, and it just didn't because again. This has been intercutting with the the jokey stuff that's had the the, the, the really clashing music over it, right? right? So so the whole point is is that they're all they're both ticking down to the same sort of like death and birth at the same mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. I get why I get why the director's doing that. I get why that's the technique here. I understand the purpose of having them both tick down to the same thing. Mm -hmm. But this this moment is cheesy and laughable, right? Which would be fine if you're going if yeah. you're going for a cheesy movie. But this movie is trying to be serious as shit. Uh, and then from from here, you know, we get a couple of things with the baby. And he's like, oh, he's already talking at like and, one. He's he's like a prodigy. Yeah. He's a he's a smarty pants. And I, I just really want to stress again uh, when they shoot him down in the beginning, those bullet holes look so fake. Like it looks like they just laid a couple of pepperonis on him, and we're like, hey, see, this is a uh, this is blood. Yeah, he comes out naked, and they do this thing where like they just cover <laughs> his junk. Like it was like it was like a bird's eye shot. And the, one of the cop's guns just happens to be right in front of his dick. It's just so you can't see it. And it's just, yeah. you know, it does that thing. So How like, hard did you try to, like, zoom in on your TV to see if you could see any, like, from a different angle, like, anything? I did not. Thank you very much. No, I didn't. <laughs> you, what did you do, Tim? What did you do? Was it that scene from Blade Runner uh, where you are just saying, enhance? 
enhance <laughs> move over yeah. three pixels enhance enhance uh yeah uh now I, I, serious question though like do you think uh well i i guess it's not supposed to be a surprise that you know the the serial killer is inhabiting this boy because everything is so choreographed you know choreographed like from the start with you know cutting between the two but i don't know would it have been better to just show the full serial killer segment and then cut to a baby being born or i, I don't know because it's it didn't really seem effective to me but i think the whole movie is not really effective i think the only way to actually have the the reveal that there's a serial killer inside their son would almost be to hide the fact that it's a possession movie up until a certain point mm-hmm. like ha- have the kid yeah. being weird have him doing weird things and then kind of like go back to the the the, the backstory of the killer at some point but even then yeah. that might feel a bit iffy i think ultimately the, the the premise is a little bit weird I, I think for for me this movie works if it's a bit cheesier it's more of a b movie yeah you start off with the death of the the, the serial killer and we know what the premise is going in. We know that, that you know the kids possessed by the serial killer, because then mm. we have fun with the the actual kids being evil elements. Here's the because mm. here's the scenes that I, I enjoyed again, not in the right ways, but there's a scene where she takes the kid to the hospital when he's like five or whatever, and mm-hmm. she's talking to the doctor, and uh, the, the kid's just over, and he's got like a fly in his hand or something. He's, there's a bug, oh, right. and he just mm-hmm. he goes like this, mm-hmm. and just crushes the bug <laughs> in his hand. But he's got he's like. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just so over the top the acting from the kid that I just started mm. laughing and I'm like yes give me this cheesy stuff because I got really excited at one point when he's he's in school he's, he's in a bit of a special school because he's, he's he has trouble making friends he's you know he's, he's smart but he's also you know socially you know uh, behind if you will and he <laughs> he comes up and says I want to work with you know young Stacy here he's got a crush on mm. Stacy apparently um and the kid says, oh, sorry, we've already, like, started, you know, doing our thing. We've already started our plans because mm-hmm. they're in, you know, lab partners kind of thing. And mm-hmm. he, he asked to be excused to go to the bathroom. He goes and picks up a giant wrench. And I started getting giddy here because I thought mm-hmm. he is going to whack this kid across the face with a wrench and I am going to laugh out loud. I wanted to see it. So- I wanted to see him slap the kid in the face with a wrench. Mm. Okay, so yes, making note of this, I want to isolate this <laughs> part of the podcast. All right, all right. So seeing the the two children fight was making you giddy thinking about it. Stop! <laughs> stop twisting this. <laughs> I wanted to over. You know that thing you get like some B B horrors where they do the extreme thing sure, that most movies yeah. won't do. I wanted a, a shot of the just the wrench coming. Across, you know, the, the sort of thing that you'd see with adults where you'd see like blood splatter at the kid's mouth, right? And like I wanted right, it yeah. to be over the top and violent, but because it's two kids, it would make it kind of funny to me um yeah. but instead it just kind of like fades to black as he swings and then he's like hitting his shoulder and it's just like this is boring yeah. no I to... <laughs> face pummel him damn it yeah uh, now, here's my question about this whole thing so like if you are you know this crazy serial killer personality taking over this body wouldn't you like try to be a little more discreet like it, you know, like, don't you want to maybe not give yourself away and let people know that there's a problem? Like, it, yeah. instead of just being like, nah, I just, I just want to keep doing the crap that I was doing as an adult. He kind of hides it in some ways. Like, obviously, he, he talks like Hungarian in his sleep, which is one of the things mm-hmm. that the mother, like, notes is weird. I actually did laugh out loud, though, because there's another scene where she comes into his bedroom at night when he's asleep, and she just kind of tucks him in a little bit, and she turns around, and then just as she's walking out of the room, any sleep he says, uh, go F yourself. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that really made me laugh. <laughs> like it was, uh, yeah, the, I think, yeah, the, the big things that made me laugh during the movie were definitely any time that, you know, he starts talking like a foul mouth adult oh, like yeah. when he's in the therapist's office. Oh, we need to talk about this, yeah, because obviously yeah. There's, there's the hypnotherapist who, because the, the, the doctor that he's got, like, hears the Hungarian stuff mm-hmm. t- and talks to the, th- the hypnotherapist, and it's this guy who's, who's dealt with kids who have been reincarnated people from before, and the, but they've been nice people, right? They've just been people with unfinished business. They want to go and visit yeah. their dying mother and say goodbye, and then the kid becomes normal after that, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tries to hypnotize the, the kid and talk to the, the entities. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, hey, I want to know who you are. I want to know who this is <laughs> and who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. And... The kid, and this is the most out there scene in the whole movie, the kid says, because they're, they're in his house, they're in the, the hypnotherapist's house, they've went there. Mm-hmm. And the kid says, you know, you've got a lot of drugs in your bathroom. And he's like, yeah, they're all legal. They're all perfectly you know, legal subscribed drugs. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, but not if you forced them on a child. And I took some. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm going to go out there and tell my mother, you, I woke up with your cock in my mouth. He actually says mm-hmm. that. And then, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, who are they going to believe? You're a little kid. And Oh, on top of that, I also took some pubes out of your toilet <laughs> and stuck them between my teeth. And I'm like, holy shit. This is, this is yeah. like, vile. Um, and it's so gross. I, uh, I, I would lo- I would love to know what they're saying to this, this, you know, this eight-year-old actor. Like, how, how, you, how you direct this scene. This is what you're saying in the scene, child. Because at least, because I think one of the examples people bring up is Hit Girl and Kick-Ass because she's saying a lot of full language. But at that point, oh, sure. she's like 12, 13. She's hearing this language yeah. a bit more by that age. She she, she she understands what's what's more or less going on. This is an eight-year-old being told to say that he's had a cock in his mouth. Like, that that is pretty yeah. extreme. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> did, did they have to hire like a therapist just for after the shooting so that he would Hopefully. get some therapy? I, I don't know. Um, but it made me laugh though because the old, the old guy's reaction when he realised that he's, he's bamboozled, he's like, "Oh crap, you've got me in a pickle here. I have to just kind of do what you're saying." Uh, but he calls him in the, he calls the mother in the middle of the night. He's like, "Hey, I think it's the serial killer, and I can't talk to you in front of him because he's, he's threatened me." and yeah and all all that yeah but i, I mean I, I think at this point though the parents know like something's up that i think it would be easy enough for him to yeah don't say it in front of him but he could you know uh, sends like an email or or like he does call her and say like hey like listen the reason why i couldn't talk before is because he said he was gonna threaten and say this and that and uh, yeah I, I think the you know, parents would have enough justified reason to be like like obviously a parent should be concerned if you know anything yeah. like that's happening but like in this case when you have a child that's speaking different languages beating other kids with pipes and all this stuff i, I think you kind of it's safe to assume that they're up to no good and let's not forget he home alone's the babysitter yeah uh, oh yeah Ugh. yeah like that's to i mean i don't want to couple on this movie too much but that was like an effective scene for me like it did definitely gross me out oh that. yeah because because he they're playing hide and seek he's like yeah let's play hide and seek uh, i did that's also had an unintentional laugh for me when she like <laughs> just finishes counting to 10 and she takes her hands away from her face and he's just standing there staring at her Why that made me laugh yeah, it's it's so weird it made me laugh but then he's like then she's like oh do you want more time and he's like mm-hmm and she's like okay it's right. so to 20 and she goes looking over there but he's like turned off all, all the lights he's taking all the light bulbs out so it's all really dark and creepy and I get what they're doing here. They're saying, okay, so he's a serial killer who killed women. So he he likes toying with her. He likes toying with, mm-hmm. even with his mother. You know, in some scenes he's like stroking her hand really creepily, and it's kind of yeah. like, okay, this is really weird and icky and and, mm-hmm. and whatever. 
um but she's walking down the stairs and he's put like a broken like glass like mm. on a step and she like steps on it so that's why I, that's why i say home alone because it's, it's very reminiscent yeah. of the nail on the stairs and <laughs> home alone um, don't like foot trauma <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Nothing's as bad. There was an episode of Doom Patrol recently, and I won't spoil it much. Okay. I won't spoil anything. I'll just okay. say it involved eating hair from a drain, and it was the most disgusting Ugh. thing I've Ugh. ever seen in, a, in a, anything. I, no movie scene, no TV scene has ever eked me out the way that scene did. Okay, interesting. All right, all right. <laughs> but there's a, there's, a, there's a solid plot reason for it happening, though. But okay. I won't. I won't spoil anything. You'd like Doom Patrol Time, actually. Did it, did it oh no, I'm I'm planning on watching it. I'm just uh, I'm cheap, so I'm waiting till it's Swamp finished. things out so I can just because yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming those will probably be the only two shows I want to see. Um, so I get like my free trial for two weeks once everything's out, and then <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it as quick as I can uh, until uh, the Constantine shows greenlit and. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I wasn't a big fan of the last show, but I, mm. I do feel like it would be my duty <laughs> to watch it at least i imagine it would probably be less network tv like on that though even, even if they got the same actor back true i, I feel like yeah. it'd, it'd be opened up a little bit um, I, I i just feel like the i man i think i was thinking about this the other day because i was rereading some old hellblazer and hellblazer is so good i just don't think people understand how to do it right everyone just wants to focus on the magic side of mm-hmm. it which is like kind of the exact opposite like no the whole point is he's a con man who you know very seldom needs to use magic but you know everyone wants to like make him like dr strange you know yeah and, uh, i think that's just the wrong way to go but uh yeah maybe that's why i don't like him that much maybe i've just not liked it because i've never read the original books i've only seen and read i think newish the, things. And, yeah i mean i i, I think you, you you might like that a, a little bit more like uh because th- there's definitely some good stuff in there and i i really liked that uh in the books he like aged in real time which i thought was like really cool so like mm. you know if you start reading in the 80s he's probably like in his like you know 20s or something but then like yeah by the time you get to the end he's like in his 40s and i don't know i, I thought, just thought that was really interesting and they don't really do that with any other characters i can think of yeah yeah um that's a, that's a fair point Tab, can you tilt your camera down a little bit like your chin Never. is hitting the bottom and it's really upsetting <laughs> me it's really upsetting there me there you go that's better that's better you can't even see the top of my head. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, it's not perfect, but your eyeline should be close to the third mark, and that's that's this is much better than what it was before. Before there was just tons of dead space above your head. Hey, I love dead space. <laughs> I wish it would come back. <laughs> Arguably, there's a lot of dead space in your head too, but I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got questions about reincarnation. <laughs> oh, help me. <laughs> so. Like, I, I assumed that if, well, first of all, is this movie saying that, like, everyone that's born is, like, a reincarnated spirit? Or is it just, like, in this one instance for some reason that it's it happens? It's saying that it sometimes happens. If someone has unfinished business, they'll go into someone okay. else. Or, okay. or, or, no, actually, I think it's saying everyone's reincarnated, but if the, if the previous version had unfinished business, they'll, okay. they'll manifest and... But then, okay, well, I guess that kind of answers my next question, I, I guess, uh, not necessarily satisfactory, but it, it's like, if a spirit does get reincarnated, like, wouldn't it, you go back to being like a young child spirit or whatever? Like, it's weird that it's like, all right, he's reincarnated, but he's also like still his whatever 30 year old self or that's inside this little boy now. This, this is a, a question 
First of all, this this review's had a lot of he's inside a little boy now, and I feel like you've you've said that that phrase too much. Secondly, I feel like this is not a question for the movie. This is a question for the larger world of of people who believe in reincarnation <laughs> and what the. Well, no, I mean and... that's why I want to know because I want to go back and find out the exact hour you were born and try to cross reference with like <laughs> what creep died around that same time. <laughs> Yes, what, what what goat lover did that died before before you were born? That's the real question. All right, <laughs> those are all my questions. I guess we can go on to ratings. Let's see. We're not I done. Give it. <laughs> well, we talked about the whole last act. <laughs> all right, that's fair. So over the course of the movie, the parents obviously get more and more worried. The dad leaves for a bit, and then once they find they out he killed the dog, which was so cute. Yeah, well, once they realize that the kid killed the dog, um, and the kid's pretending to be like normal sometimes, and I'm like, this is really wishy washy. Is like, is he sometimes normal? Is he not? It turns out he's actually not been normal for a long time. The, the guy's just been pretending for like a yeah. while by the end. But they figure out that the reason why he came back is because he had unfinished business, and that was that he didn't kill his last victim. The last victim got away. So uh, this is what I kind of thought was like an inter- interesting twist on this kind of movie because like, I don't uh, – I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't really think I've seen this plot before. Like obviously you heard the thing with ghosts and unfinished business, but I think it's an interesting idea to be like, oh, well, the unfinished business is that he needs to kill this person. So are you willing to kill this person to get rid of this ghost? Like I think that is a really, really interesting idea. Again, it's just packaged around this super generic movie that – introduces it in the last little bit and doesn't do anything with it i mean if they'd built the character of the mom uh what's her name sarah if they'd killed by the way did uh, it, orange did, is a new black did you notice that um the last names were all bloom it was it was, it was making um, me think of bloom house I, 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 I didn't think about that i don't think i don't think bloom house has anything to do with this this is uh i don't think so who, who was this i forget now uh company orion this, this was orion you're right yeah yeah I, I had nostalgia seeing the orion logo at the start I'll yeah i do like that logo yeah yeah um surprised it didn't make you think of that classic batman villain mr bloom <laughs> f you, <laughs> f you. Um, so that like like i like the concept of that being the core drama for the characters right, that yeah. you can save the person but you have to be willing to kill this other person to, to finish yeah. off the, the unfinished business okay it's a fine idea the problem is, is she goes from like realizing that that's what the unfinished business is to be willing to kill the person in the space of about two minutes and yeah. <laughs> there's very little struggling when it actually comes to doing it she you know she pulls out the gun she, she tracks this woman down goes into her house and it's a whole thing of course she's actually led the kid there because the kid's in the back seat asleep uh you know at least pretending to be uh, so of course the kid comes in and stabs so her to shit. Yeah, the, the kid comes in and stabs her to shit, and then basically, you know, she's hoping that that's her get her son back, even though she's been, you know, an accessory to murder at this point. Um, and the kid's like, "Nah, too late," because there was one bit of dialogue earlier on the film where the the psychiatrist said, "All oh, right." Um, it's almost too late because he's eight years old. Like mm-hmm. normally, you have to deal with this younger, or the spirit will stay around. The soul will stay intact and it'll be that the same old person forever i love that there's like a, a set in stone timeline i know <laughs> like... i know this is such an exact sign this is one of these things that in a lot of these supernatural horror movies is that people who know about it seem to talk about it as if there's like really specific like rules and like yeah as if it's not like this i don't know it's so weird 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone knows that that you know you have to get a, a soul out of the body before eight years old. Like that's just common knowledge. It's just common knowledge. Yeah, that's just the rules. But he turned around and goes, "Nah, I've been the same evil person like since that night that I said I, you know, I would always love you or whatever." Like I, I've <laughs> been, I've been evil serial killer me since then, and you. Like, I'm never going anywhere. Like, this is me. I'm here now. So the mum then makes the choice to try and shoot him because, well, you're evil and my, my son's never coming. You, 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 you got his soul. I'm not letting you have his body. So she goes to shoot him. And then, like, a random farmer dude who's got a gun shoots her. Uh, so, and now he's put into adoption and the end of the movie is him with these adopted parents. Uh, yeah. His foster parents while his dad's still... Because his dad didn't technically die. He, he stabbed his dad and made him crash the car, but he, he's, he's, he's still in a coma. <laughs> you make him back. Yeah. And if, if he does come back, I'm sure he doesn't want to raise this little hellion. Oh yeah, he, he'll especially uh, if he finds out his wife is dead. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then like, uh, and and again, like nothing is a surprise in this movie. Although I think they try, you know, to have it. But like, you know, when she has the gun pointed at her kid, which this is actually a scene that was cracking me up, <laughs> just because the, uh, you know, she's looking so intense and just pointing this gun at this child. But like um, you know, it, it fades to black, and then you hear a gunshot, and I don't think anyone assumed that she shot the kid. Like you know, there's gonna be someone else that shoots her. Um, <laughs> maybe as a little surprise, it's like a random farmer or whatever. But uh, like yeah, you know that there's she's not gonna end up shooting him. And then you know, I was watching this with my wife, and like probably about 10 or 15 minutes into the movie like first of all like we keep going like all right this is gonna happen this is gonna happen everything we said happened came true and then like uh yeah one of the first things my wife said early on is like oh well they're obviously not gonna cure him and it's gonna end with him like yeah having some type of devilish smile and being like i'm still here which yeah is exactly what it does (laughs) pretty much yep uh so it's 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 prime for a sequel unfortunately um I, I mean, mean <laughs> I'm assuming it only made like 15 bucks, but let's find out, shall we? I know one of uh one of our listeners saw it because I, I remember like early on when it was in theaters, someone uh I forget who it was, I apologize, but I think someone reached out to us and like asked us what we thought because they thought it was one of the most generic <laughs> horror movies they'd seen, which I agree with. Oh no, it, it, it bombed. Maybe okay. Okay. Maybe okay. Uh, Joe, I'd almost respect a sequel though if the sequel plot was the dad wakes up. Finds out that his wife is dead, mm. and the movie's about him hunting down the kid to, for revenge. Or, oh, you know, no, here's what you do. Okay. The, all right, so the sequel starts with kind of like going back to this ending here, and you see, uh, you know, the mom dying, and then cutting it back to the dad in the coma, and then as soon as she dies, the dad wakes up, and it's like, what? <laughs> Reincarnated with his dead wife's spirit? <laughs> He can't reincarnate when he's he's already an adult, Timmy. Come on. But what if he was about to die, so Pay... his soul left his body, but then her soul entered it? Pay attention to the rules, Tim. Oh, he acts <laughs> like there's hard rules for this movie. There is not, no. This movie just does what it wants. Um, no, so the ending's just generic and stupid, as, as everything is. It's like, yeah. oh, you care about the fact that he's still out there, right? And he's got this new family to terrorize. Nah, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is another crazy thing where it's like, I mean, you would think that, like, we're supposed to think that he's a serial killer that's been active for a while. So mm-hmm. you would think that, like, he's somewhat smart with, with what he does, but, like, you know, he, he has like no, 
like it doesn't feel like he has any game plan. Like you, you think he would, you know, try to convince the mom like, oh, this worked. I'm I'm cured again so that they're not, su- you know, suspecting anything. Because otherwise, if you keep telling everyone that you're, you know, a crazy possessed serial killer, little kid, like I mean, you know, people are going to think something's up and get suspicious and like lock you away or something like I don't know. It seems like he would be smarter. I, I guess it's like he wants someone to know so that he can like hold it over them, so he can rub it in, so he can bask in their horror. Like I think that's the idea. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that defends it. I'm just like, it, I guess it's the idea that you know serial killers eventually like they have to tell someone, they have to leave a calling card, they have to like get some sort of glory sure. out of it. I, I guess that yeah. that's where and not that I think this movie sets that up. But if I'm just like sort of looking at it in the broad <laughs> sense of serial killers, I can kind of almost justify it kind of i guess i don't know and i just keep going back to the fact that like he beat a kid with a pipe like and then they, they just like let him it's go back to like, public school i think you'll find a wrench it was a wrench wrench, wrench. i apologize <laughs> <laughs> all right so he beats a kid with a wrench which like that's gonna do serious damage like if the kid doesn't kill get be killed he's gonna have like serious you know repercussions from that and like I don't know. I, I just feel like it's like, all right, well, I guess you're just going to public school now. It's like, no, you would be locked in like an insane asylum for like until <laughs> you're 16. Yeah. Also, who are, the, who are these foster parents who are willing to take in this kid that has this record? Like, yes, we'll accept oh, sure. this kid into yeah. our house who's been beating up <laughs> other kids with wrenches. <laughs> so it's just like a winning idea. Yeah, like it, uh, it, it's it's insane. And, and again, like in front of the whole classroom, like it's not like after class yeah. the kid was like at the stairs and he pushed him down or something like yeah like there yeah. was like a room full of witnesses his his father like was in a very mysterious car crash his mother died under mysterious yeah. circumstances <laughs> like i mean I, I guess they sell it to him like no his mother went crazy and tried to shoot him so you know he's, he's okay. very damaged like, i guess that's how you sell it but like still yeah i don't know too much baggage too much baggage let the kid rot yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. He's not a good kid. Yeah, he's the worst. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else to talk about? I mean, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like, you know, uh, you mostly like talking about the story, but just, uh, you know, if we're talking about like um, technical stuff, everything is just done very boring. Like, you know, the music doesn't stand out. The, yeah. you know, the look of the film doesn't stand out. I found very, their house to be like super boring. It's very, it's very drab. Uh, the moments in the trailer. Uh, where she's looking at her kid across the hall and the kid like comes running towards oh, yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it goes through like a shadow and then it's like the, the naked, fully grown man that actually grabs her. Yeah. Uh, that actually turns out to be a dream sequence in the movie. Like in, yeah. the, tra- in the trailer, it's like just there, but in, in the movie, she wakes up after that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there really isn't like supernatural stuff what, going what, on, which what, is what. Which is, of course, the, the, the tr- one of the tropes that we always bring up that we hate is the, oh, we, it was a dream. Wake up. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And it, there was another scene where, like, I forget if this was a dream or, as well, but wasn't there another scene where, like, he still had the little kid body, but he had, like, the old man's face? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's made me laugh as well, because she comes in and he's, like, drawing, and he turns around, and he's got, like, the, the old man's face, and he's, yeah. uh, but he's still a little kid, yeah, and then he <laughs> turns around. It was, again, that was another moment that made me laugh, because it just looked ridiculous. It didn't look scary, it looked silly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe takes it all very seriously and ends up just having some silly moments that are laugh out loud funny. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't think they're enough to make it worth recommending as a so bad it's good movie. No, no uh, definitely not. They make it 
more bearable but the it's a very drab film it just kind of like goes through its, its motions and there's not really much life to it i don't care about the characters i don't care about the parents i don't care about the kid i don't care about mm. like you know the, what's happening uh the only thing that gets anything out of me the whole movie is when the kid does something really evil or goofy and it looks mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous because of what it is um yeah so here's the thing <laughs> kids trying to be creepy is is you know whilst talking is really difficult and i'm yeah i'm kind of over it at this point it just doesn't it's you know i don't know it just doesn't do anything for me anymore because it feels like everyone just they all go to like the same creepy kid acting school where it's just like i'm just gonna talk low and quiet and stilted and it's creepy because i'm a kid yeah it's like it's it's nothing it's boring yep no no we've been there we've done that um mm-hmm. it doesn't have enough life and the, the bad moments to make it worth recommending even though even though a few of them are genuinely mm-hmm. quite funny uh so mm. i guess we will rate it then timmy what, what are you giving mm. the prodigy uh i think i'll give it maybe like a three because I, I don't know I, I there really isn't anything interesting about it but i feel like there's I mean, the the worst case scenario is maybe, you know, it's just boring and uninteresting. Like, there, there isn't really anything that's, like, you know, technically, like, you know, bad. Like, you know, like, the acting's fine. Um, you know, it's uh, so... And, and again, that little the little wrinkle in the end that I thought was kind of interesting will, you know, give it, like, a little bit of points for that. But, I mean, otherwise, though, there really isn't anything to this movie. Yeah. It's just... It's just so lifeless, and it takes itself yeah. so seriously that I can't even enjoy the goofy moments like as much as I want to. So, sure. um, so what did you give it? Three. You give it a three. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that sounds about right. Honestly, three out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like less than three would be if it had like really. You know something like very technically bad, like you know if like it was the lighting was off or like you know the it was hard to hear or, or you know if the filmmaking was just not up to snuff but yeah it can't really go higher than that it's serviceable filmmaking sure yeah. serviceable <laughs> but all right um i guess that wraps up the prodigy um which leaves us to tell you about a few things that we like to tell you about at the end mm-hmm. of the show um first of all did you know you can get a bonus episode every month are you asking me? <laughs> yes, did you know, Tim? Uh, no, I did not know that. Yes, you can get a bonus episode. If you go to Patreon at patreon.com slash TV, you can support the show and the channel for as little as $1 per month. And for that $1, once per month, you get a bonus episode of Screams After Midnight. Uh, we've got a few episodes up already. Uh, they're usually good fun and goofy and mm-hmm. weird movies. So you can do that. You also get bonus episodes of The Ace, the uh, science fiction movie podcast that I do with Tara, and oh. uh, the almost cancelled or 121 extras that alternate every month too. So uh, you get a bunch of stuff for a dollar, mm-hmm. but of course you get to vote on a movie once month per month at the $5 tier, and there's more beyond and above. So uh, go have a look at Patreon and see if you uh, fancy any of it. Um, you can of course also like and subscribe and it also helps us out if you if you review the podcast on like itunes or your podcast app and give us a, a nice oh, rating sure. uh yeah. that does really well too and obviously just share us mm-hmm. out on twitter and speaking of twitter mm-hmm. at screams midnight mm-hmm. because that's our twitter where me and tim yeah. <laughs> bicker with each other and share movie news and mm-hmm. whatever else it is we do uh so we have fun 
Yes, <laughs> at Screams Midnight on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, that is uh, that is that's pretty much us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time.